podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Wizzle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is The Whistleblowers, and it's a strange season because, once again, we're going to be sitting here and I think just talking about, fundamentally, the Premier League title chase, where normally you'd look around and you want to find some of the some of the banana skins, some of the peccadillos, some of the funny stories, some of the, 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 the big headliners, but really, it's about football games and, and what happened in them, and then the results and how that affects everything. I say that out loud, and I can now ask my two guests if they if they think he's also that way inclined. Uh, I'm I'm gonna the man to my immediate left. I'm gonna give him another minute because he's, he's still trying to recover his breath anyway. Because as we sit here speaking, the Arsenal podcast had just happened, um, and Sam Pilger's alongside me here. And I don't know about you, but um, is there something in the room that suggests? Um, all of humanity has actually left this planet. This <laughs> has been sucked out somewhat. I don't know about you. What do you reckon, Sam? Well, yeah, did an Arsenal call their, their, their pod the meltdown? And that seems to yeah. have happened in this Let's room. have a meltdown. It's a heady... Buy it now! For 30, yeah, there's 30 <laughs> minutes of joy out there! <laughs> Go and get it. So, uh, Sam, obviously... You're, you're here in, in, your, in, the, in the, the broad strokes of being the football uh, writer that you are, but is, uh, is your boys Manchester United surprising you in their own way at the moment by hanging around? By hanging around, yeah. I, th- I thought I thought Champions League football had had, uh, had gone until well September two thousand and seventeen, but it, it seems we might just sneak in there with Arsenal imploding, City imploding as well. Um, yeah, and also even the goal difference. Really, we had a poor goal difference. Yeah, but City shipped three and scored one, so. There's an outside. I mean, still ten games to go. That's the thing. There's got a feel, the season's got a feel of it that there's four or five games to go, but there's ten. Yeah, thirty points. You know, there's, a, abs- there's a lot. So I, I, th- I, I keep, everyone's played twenty eight, and you think, hang on, that that's a lot, a lot of points still to be won. So uh, you know. I think for some people, time is moving quicker, Sam, than it is in your head. <laughs> to which I defer now to Mr. Boyd Hilton. And, um, Boyd, it's a very interesting point, isn't it? Let, uh, let's start with a broader one, because we'll, we'll talk about detail in that. But I like the, the, the point that Sam makes here, I think, is, is, is a crucial one. Is that Are we looking at... It, it's, it's, a, it's a chestnut, but are we looking at an exciting Premier League chase this season or an inept <laughs> second rate? <laughs> Both. I mean, it is... Um, I said this last night when I was in the middle of having watched our abject. The only the, the, I've used the word abject more times tonight <laughs> than I have in my entire life. Yes, by the way. But after our extraordinarily bad um, performance last night, um, I was tweeting furiously, you know, as I tend to do, just little, and then I did a podcast, Arsenal podcast, available tonight, everyone, about how furious I was. He's, a, then, mere, he's a mere shell of a man, then, we can confirm what, this. Then what you're reminded of, because as we were coming in to do the Arsenal the Crystal Palace, the esteemed Crystal Palace podcast yes. people were leaving, and of course they were yelling at us, <laughs> oh, third in the league, and you're complaining. The extraordinary thing is, the thing that answers puts both of your points into absolute into a nutshell is with third we have been <laughs> shit for 
the 90% yeah. of this season. I mean, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I, you Absolutely. You know, um, John Cross in the Mirror wrote an article about how terrible we were um, today and every, all the Arsenal fans are having to go at him. But he basically said we played really well, really well, like in, in the kind of the myth of Arsenal, you know, the attractive football and yeah. thrusting f- attacking play. We've played that kind of football for about an hour and a half this season, maybe, you know, and, and we're third in, in the league. I'm assuming in constituent parts, not one game yeah, no, in no, 90 across minutes. About three uh, or four right, games. Well, about I, I, I was games. at the Emirates to witness 19 minutes of it, which right. was <laughs> right. yeah, going 3 0 up. Yes. Against, exactly. Without, and that was fantastic that was, football. We're it, still clinging yeah. to that, that memory of <laughs> yeah. that period against Man United. It's like, oh, we're brilliant. No, yeah. that was our high point. It's been downhill since then. I mean, City was the other high point where we played tactically very well and dealt with them and beat them. Since then, it's been unmitigated mediocrity. But we're third and we're still unbelievably yeah. in yeah. with a chance actually of winning this league so it because is there's 10 games rubbish. to go boys there's 10 games to go everyone's rubbish apart from Spurs and Leicester who are I think they're, pre- they're oh, the ones okay. I mean it pains me to say the name but certainly Leicester and then them are playing well enough generally aren't they to, ah. to be up there well there's the phrase we're, we're absolutely fucking but, but you're in there <laughs> but there's the phrase well and, and, and by the way I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've not, it's, it's now to be referred to as the Paul Harcastle tribute game in that case <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll throw the same question at you, Sam, because I, I don't know how important it is, by the way, whether whether it's you know whether we it's elite football and and, and it's, it's it's being played in a stratosphere that no one's ever seen before, or whether it's just good dogged stuff and it's exciting for it. Boyd mentions there that Leicester and, and Tottenham deserve to be there, but again, is it incontextually are they are they are they that good that we should be praising the way that they're going about their business? Well, there was a spell, I can't remember the game, Leicester, two or three games ago, where there was a spell where they put about 20 passes together and people were saying, you know, there were vines of it. Look mm. at this, it's like Barcelona. They are playing some some good football. Yeah. Um, obviously, Vardy and Maris. Yeah, I mean, it, it is good football. Obviously, they're the first two teams, you know, we, we've taught them they're the first two teams. But as Boyd said, the strange thing is with Arsenal, and, it, and even strange with United, um, the... We're only ten points off. We're ten games to go. As dreadful as our season's been, <laughs> that you know we could, if we put a run together, we could get into the top four. But you know the title's not out of reach, which is ridiculous. When two weeks ago, people wanted to, you know, hang Van Gaal from the, the rafters at Old exactly right. So th- there is strange that Leicester and Tottenham have had these great seasons, but they're not they're not out of out no. of sight by any means. Really. Uh, uh, which, which I guess does keep you fun. So I want to start. We're going to deal with the Arsenal in the room first. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll get to Louis Van Gaal. Is here's the worry for me? Is I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I like okay. Leicester winning has got a certain romance to it, but for me, give, given the way that Arsenal have been as a representative of football, the nature of which it's played for so many seasons now. For them to actually have this season, which apparently is their season, and then end up with. A quote from the, uh, from Arsene Wenger saying, "At the moment, we don't dream; we are realistic." With, as you say, the aforementioned ten games to go, aren't that thoroughly depressing? <laughs> well, I mean, and I'm not Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, when it looked like Arsenal were, you know, I, mean, I wrote a column uh, three, four weeks ago saying Arsenal will never have a better chance. What a fantastic yeah. season! You know, Chelsea has slunked away, United, City, everyone's had this problem. This is it, and I like the idea of Wenger. You know, United and Arsenal had their battles. Um, but I like the fact that, that, that they stuck with him and he was going to 
he was going to win the title. It looked like he was going to win the title. Still yeah. might. I like that. It appealed to me because he's a you know he's it a is, man of dignity. The, and that's and, the big and, story, and, yeah, isn't it? In but, football of the last twenty years, would be him finally being vindicated in that way. Yeah. I mean, how incredible they stuck with him. Ten, yeah. no, tw- twelve years. Twelve years since the last title. Nobody's going to do that. Everyone chucks somebody out after a bad six months, six weeks, and yet they've stuck by him. They're bedded down in the Emirates. Finally, he's delivered the, the, the title. You know, after a couple of warm ups with the FA Cup. But could still happen, but you know I wouldn't be against it. That's a, that's a that's a good story. But obviously, you know it's looking doubtful now. But you know, ten games to go, still the, possible. The timing's important from what Sam said because when he said it, it was it looked the moment of destiny seemed to be there, and then we arrive at. Perhaps they're, perhaps they're both right. If you, if you do amalgamate what Paul Skull says and what Alexis Sanchez says, it looks like you haven't grown a pair of self-beliefs <laughs> o- over the last uh, few games. And I, I, I can't see it as been, uh, uh, been more I- as well illustrated as, as, as it has been the last few games. When yeah. There it is. Yeah. It's on a plate. Mm. All you've got to do is beat a few ordinary football teams. And, and yeah. you getting what you've earned over over this last decade? What? Yeah. So, t- can it's, you pick apart where it's gone? No, um, it's an in- extraordinary mix. That's the thing. It's it's. Uh, I was saying it, it's an extraordinary mix of complacency and fear. Really? Yeah, I think so. Do you see complacency in there? Then? Absolutely, because the complacency comes from the top, from from Wenger particularly, and the, I mean everyone. I mean, the, as you say, the, the whole thing. You know, the complacency comes from Wenger can, cannot and will not be sacked. I mean, that's everyone knows that. Right. It, 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 the board. It does. The club is unique in the world. It's run from top to bottom by him, and that, that he chose Gazidis. You know, all these things. He chose the chief executive. He he. They're all enthralled to him, and so he cannot and will not be sacked. That's the first thing. So that, there's a complacency there because, you know, what does that? What signal does that? Say? All the players know that. You know, they know mm. most of them. You know, I would say half, more than half the team can play really, really badly for week in, week out for most of the season and not be dropped yeah. and not be challenged. And yeah, you didn't buy one outfield player to challenge any of the outfield players. What does the signal does that send? Complacency. All of these things build up well, to arrogance. Me. A certain arrogance. Yeah, I look at Giroud and I look at Ramsey. I, you know, arrogance is there. I think in those players, definitely. Yeah. Like they think they just think they just have to show up, and and they're not. It's not laziness, you know. People no. some it is arrogance and complacency. But then there's a weird mix of fear and lack of confidence, which last night particularly against Swansea seemed to have. Where you know one goal, a, a half strength Swansea team who rested five players because they yeah. thought we'd have a bad chance against the Saving City. Yeah. and then suddenly they score and they realise they're playing an incredibly mediocre team and they can win and they did. And, they went and out that's goal, when. Yeah. And then and then Al. Crowd, you know, misplaced passes and the mediocrity of half the team suddenly is visibly palpable in front of your eyes. And half the team, and, and the team collectively has a nervous breakdown and loses it. Can that work like that, Sam? I suppose it's, it's, it's a, 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 if you add it all up, it's, it's perhaps the, the, the message that is sent down from upstairs, coupled with the fact that, of course, he'd assembled a group of players that he assumed he could work with. Which may be all a bunch of footballers who are this somewhat slightly lily-livered and weak and arrogant but stylish and yet cool and skillful, yet also very you know uh, uh, under strength and 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 and, and a little a little bit sort of like you know bloodless. Is it all in his own image? I think. Well, 
I mean, obviously, you're looking at the the disadvantage of buying players. I mean, I think a few weeks ago there was a continuity and they didn't have to bed down any new players. And it was working. It was working to a certain extent, I suppose. Was it, though? (laughs) Well, when? I don't know. You were were, were top. You were were still kind of there, weren't they? When were you top, Jed? What? You were top. You yeah, really, yeah. Br- yeah, we were so, for a brief period, not yeah, very long. So it was, yeah. and to an extent, clearly, as now. I suppose the thing is about fear is, is nobody's done it before except for Petr Cech with another team. Nobody has been there and done that. And, and this is where it does get a bit nervy. March, April, yeah. and it gets a bit nervy. And nobody has done it before. And, and this is why it is, is falling Including apart a bit. the boss. Yeah. Who's, who's been there and done that? Well, I suppose the manager, ha- yeah. yeah, the manager has been there, but in recent history, it is more no, of, right, exactly. of the implosions of well, and I, and the 2008. Jack, I do enjoy the fact that Petrček actually took the term injury time literally, and, and, yeah. and thought that was the best time to obviously charge up the field and pull an hamstring. But uh, but there you go. How about? Around them, and, and let's let's look at from you know mm. the, the Manchester yeah. situation. Yeah, we, if you talk about sort of predictability, as Man City's response to the fact that, that we are now going to be having uh, Pellegrini in tow mm. or, or not in tow mm. any longer, mm. are we seeing that yes. kind of God unravel? Yes. Oh yeah, oh okay. god yeah. I mean, Same I I just I found that whole thing. Bewildering, yeah. I, you know what? What's the point? What was the advantage mm. of, of that? You no. know, what? I, absolutely. If I was a City fan, I'd be, I'd be incredulous. And I think everything that's happened. I, I think from, from um, you know, from when they're not from the results to him picking the the, ter- the the B side that lost that huge game, then saving them all for the cup final, and then what happened last night where they lost to Liverpool. All of those things are all for me. It's all connected yeah. to the. To the to the Pellegrini situation uh, and the Marie, and, yeah, and the, it's absolutely. all the, the Pep situation. It's like all the decisions he's making. He wanted to win a, a trophy, you know, the least important trophy of, by far. Yeah, you know that there is to win. He, he probably so had to walk away with that, just tucked under his jacket, under, yeah. under one of his V-neck right. jumpers. He got right. out of the yeah. out, out the arnel. Yeah. You know, some, so he, and for me, like if I'd have been, so he, he he won that, put all the effort into that. They clearly couldn't be asked last night in the <laughs> league, in the Premier League, that they they should be winning. By the way, by a fucking mm. canter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. And they're not, and they maybe they won't. I still think they will. By the way, um, it's it's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, it was such an early decision as well because yeah. to, to make it to, to let him know. I mean, people remember at the time saying, "Well, you know, that's City's title now. They'll all want to yeah. impress oh. Pep." Well, Pep's got other things to do in Bayern Munich. He's yeah, not watching right. it. Yeah. He's not bothered. And he ain't leaving pretty either, no, is he? So, no. No, so, no. so, I mean, all they needed to do was buy a copy of Sir Alex Ferguson's book, who, who, who doesn't admit to many mistakes. I think he admitted to two mistakes. <laughs> selling Yapstam right. in 2001 and telling people he was retiring. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. In, in 2002. Yeah. But, he, but he didn't and, mean and, one and of United them. United won the title. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean yeah. United won the title 99, 2000, 2001. Yeah. And the year they didn't is because he said, I'm retiring. And the players, as driven that's a very good, as they were, just gave up. Yeah, Went on, oh, well, he's off. Right. We'll, so, we'll, we'll and that, that's almost a 100% version of that, isn't yeah. it? When and if you're going to relax for Ferguson, you're going to relax for Pellegrini. Exactly. And it's interesting. Can I just say, well, the parallel with Wenger is so interesting to me because I was thinking about this it's like the two opposite ends the two extremes 
So the City players have got a manager they know is going. Yeah. And what message does that send? And uh, all the bullshit about oh, they've got to play well for Pep. They'll do what he wants to do. Won't they? What can what can you know what can um, what can the players, the individual players? He's going to have very firm opinions about. Do to change his mind? There's really? Nothing. Nothing. So they've, they've got that. We've got our players have got a manager who they know is never going to go. Yeah. Unless he wants to. Yeah. What, they can do whatever the fuck Although they want. Although I do like now you've said about the two of them you know, being different but parallel is that I can picture them now in cement as, as like my two lines <laughs> at the front of my gravel drive. Because yeah. they're similar enough but yes. different enough yeah. to have their own personalities. Yeah. And they're both very, they both reek of dignity, you know, and class, the two managers, yeah. you know, and I like them both. I admire them both hugely. Yeah, but maybe do, you, do you think though that, that would or it could still happen, would Wenger leave if he won the title? If would he won it? the title... Because um, that's why Ferguson. Surely, won. That, this is his chance. Oh, I hope. I hope he would. Give him some yeah. bloody breather. But he, well, but, but when we beat Hull, because he said really interesting, most interesting revelation of the last few weeks from a very point of view is he admitted that if he would have lost to Hull in the first cup final that we won, he would have gone. Or he certainly would have very oh, much thought about it. Yeah, and he also <laughs> wouldn't have sold Yap Stam if he had. Well, it either. Yeah, but exactly. that's a big thing for him. He's never said that before, and that. Do you but, believe that? Well, it would have been when we lost to Hull in the cup of our, our first, our last chance to win the trophy. Yeah, but having won, isn't it? It's, it's an open goal for him to be able to, to, to actually say. Well, I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's speculation. But a lot of people thought, oh, you know, now he's finally won a trophy after the famous drought. You know, whatever yeah. how long it was, and he didn't. So he didn't go then. Now I think I think if he won the league now, I mean, it's so inconceivable. I don't know what he'd do, but I think he'd probably go. Oh, I'm going to carry on, and you know, he'd be so delighted to have proved everyone. I'm wrong. He probably needs one more. Do it again. And yeah. also, the other thing the is, he's, lap. He's obs- and the other yeah. thing is, he's obsessive about his contract. So, like, you know, he has got one more year in his contract. And he always says, he's always, we will always work out his contract. Oh, He'll never, wow. you know. So, I now, I, th- I think what's interesting about the, the, the point that we, we do, obviously, chatting away about here in, in terms of Pellegrini and how Manchester City, almost as Lloyd's, uh, as Boyd says, uh, 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 responded as a club. What was then interesting, of course, is Mourinho's name then crops up within seconds in terms of Man United. Have we seen the antithesis of that response at United in terms of Van Gogh suddenly getting very busy and very angry and the, and the, and the team improving? I don't know. Was that think, a stretch? Yeah, I think that's judging a bit of, from your face. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's a no. That's a, yeah, it's a no. It's a, I mean, you, what throwing himself to the turf. Well, I mean, and, and obviously that, 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 that's obviously one of the of one of the great <laughs> moments of like uh, 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 of all sport in, when, in which he actually brought his own sniper. Yeah, for that, yeah. For that particular moment, yeah. I know. I think. I think. I mean, but, to, but been, the, the point crowd, is, still the crowd there, like that. The, the crowd like that, but obviously, you know, Ferguson won thirteen titles without ever doing that. So I kind of think it was a bit of a he side never show. Got up. <laughs> no, no, what I mean is, <laughs> the last few games is what they've basically done is they they seem to galvanise somewhat and of course he's what he's also been seen to be doing is blooding some youngsters and getting so so there's something that is there is there a better vibe around united there's a better vibe of course four wins in a row will do that i think van gaal has got lucky in a way because he stripped Ah. the squad so bare that he had to play them you know it wasn't i'm going to be brave you know it wasn't a ferguson in 96 selling ince kanchelskis and hughes and bringing in the skulls and beckhams that was a brave move He's had to do this because the injury. I mean, it is a, it is a terrible injury list. 
and he's got a bit lucky, you know. Mm. I mean, that's yeah, because if Martial had been fit, he would have played him. Yeah, he? absolutely. Rashford, Rashford never would have happened. Yeah. You know, he felt his hamstring. I mean, yeah. he, he did. He did get. A, you know, he, he did get a bit. He has got a bit lucky, but he he also does have a very good record of throwing in youngsters. D- yeah, as, as watching. Uh, can I just say about Man United watching the watching the game that game against us? I did think that because uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Van Gaal. I think he's probably really good and really clever. And I think it felt to me like all his whole kind of philosophy and his whole painful, you know, getting the defence right and getting the tactics right. Kind of it all came together to me against us. You know, well, like here's the, for, but that's Sam, because Sam's I'm in an arm and a bit of that thought process. Yeah. But it, that, that does feel like that perhaps from a neutral position that, from, that from is what, I mean, I don't shaping watch them, up. Obviously, I don't. Watch, you know, I only watch them against us, and whenever they're on, when they're on TV, and yeah. I generally want them to lose. But, <laughs> but it does strike me that his project, you know, is such a kind of is a bit of a is a real tough one to get, and it hasn't worked, and it's taken years. It's taking you know years, but finally in the in these four games, and definitely against us, I just thought, oh, that's what he's talking about. That's how he wants them to play. Well, let me ask that's you. when it can be effective. I th- yeah, but I think also he got very lucky. I don't know if you even saw the highlights against Watford, but Watford with a bit more they, composure, they, they, they up did front, all right, didn't they? Could yeah. have won two, three. Yeah, that's True. And I, you know, yeah. so it's getting a bit of luck. Well, I mean, well, I really think. Well, one ugly at home loads. Yeah, so absolutely. Not. He's, but, he's got a bit of luck. But let me throw that same question at you, then, Boyd. That says because, as I say, it was a, it was about four games ago that, yeah. that basically Van Gaal was being told, "Oh, you're the latest manager no, who's, no, who's, yeah. who's 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 yeah. on the longest ever sort of like yeah. you know uh, you know walk out of a club mm. known to man." So is it coincidence or design that he's basically going, well, stuff that, I'm going to show them? Yeah, I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it is that. And I think, but I also think, I think he's smart. And I think he's, you know, I look at him, I judge managers. I have to, I, and it kind of, I may, I'm sure I'm wrong, but for me, it's like how intelligent they are and how intelligent they seem in interviews and, you know, in, and I think people like him and Wenger's got this. And yes. Wenger's a different, it's a separate case because it's just gone on too long. But um, eat Klopp. You know, I just yeah. look at these people, and they're, they're eloquent, they speak better English than, you know, <laughs> half the moronic Englishmen <laughs> that, have, that, are, that are not good enough, the managing teams, you know, and think they're amazing and think, why am I England manager? Well, because yeah. you're a bit of an idiot, and what you say is cliched and boring, and, you know, you're just talking an endless series of predictable. They, they actually, I look at Van Gogh, and I think he's got some kind of thing going on in his head where he, he's got a theory and he's going to. Put it forward. He's yeah. obviously stubborn. You know, he's got that in common with Wenger. But I just think oh, I wouldn't mind. I would. I'd go with him. I'd stick with him. You know, I, I'm, I'm much. And him, Marino's. It's the same. Marino's obviously also very intelligent. Yeah. But I think there's the ego of Marino is so all-consuming. All I think it's it's a problem. I suppose. You know? we, and now, whereas I look at Wenger, I think I go with. It. I think it probably would work. He's there. Actually, now, now we got you. I mean, do, do, from your point of view, Sam, as a fan, and obviously you know being inside the game as a journalist, do you know where you stand at United in terms of this Mourinho thing? Because of course, there's so much spin is thrown out there on a, on a daily basis to try and imply it is or isn't happening. But is there, is there something in there that resembles the truth at the moment? I think that, that well, there's something happening, but it would be determined by events. I mean, it's still quite fluid. really. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Well, I, th- I think there's ten games to go. There's the Europa League. He loves them ten games. Yeah, he he? Pilger yeah. loves them ten yeah. games. Let's not forget. But I think, I think he got a lucky draw as well in the sense of Liverpool. You beat Liverpool first time United and Liverpool have played each other in Europe. You you knock them out in the space of a week. The, the, the final game, St. Patrick's Day in, in, in Manchester, just moved the kickoff back to eight o'clock. I mean, 
he's a he'll be, he's a lucky coach in the sense of that if he can knock out Liverpool from Europe, um, still in the FA Cup, um, and improve the position in um, in the in the Premier League and get forced away. Into we the could top see four. some more banana he, skin think, action next year. I think he could <laughs> save himself. He could save wow. himself. There is a reluctance. There is a deep. Uh, it would have happened already. R- ridiculous as it is, there is a deep reluctance to um, appoint Mourinho. Otherwise, it would have happened. Who else? I mean, he's desperate for the job. He has been for years. So a lot of old men upstairs don't yeah, want him. I, I mean, I interview, you I can't inter- blame them, can you? No, I interviewed uh, Sir Bobby Chan years ago, just when Mourinho was at Chelsea for the first time. I believe he opposed Jose Mourinho as uh, manager of Manchester United before Jose Mourinho was born. <laughs> well, you're right. Yeah. Well, th- but this was at a time where I interviewed him, 2005, so... 10, 11 years ago and this just when he was the new kid on the block he'd won the titles with Porto the Champions League he was at Chelsea doing a fantastic thing and you know in terms of Mourinho as United manager it wasn't an issue and I just said to you know Sir Bobby who was a you know Regal, charming old yeah. man. What, what what he thought of Mourinho? This 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 um, new kid on the block down at Chelsea. He was very and, and it's funny to see how it's played out. He's yeah, like, wouldn't it's not how we do things. Wouldn't wouldn't simple as that. Even at that said, stage, yeah. No, it's not how we. Wow. I'd rather not. I'd rather not talk about it because he was like, <laughs> yeah. if I want to talk about it, yeah. I will be rude about him. And I'm so Bobby Charlton, so I don't do that. But he said, you know, it's that stinging phrase. It's not how we do it. And I and I've watched it year after year and thinking. But I think, I mean, his his influence obviously has receded. But also, I think, I think that's why Ferguson didn't appoint him in 2013. Because he wouldn't watch. Well, it was the ego, isn't it? It was like, hang on, I've created this great club. I'm not handing it to you. I'll hand it to I'll someone give, in I'll my the, image. I'll give it to David Moyes. Make me yeah, look yeah, better. Yeah. No, but it, it was ego. Of course, it was. It was ego. I, and, well, and I think that's hold uh, that, that that's holding them on. They, they they don't want to. But if things and so it's quite fluid. If it goes bad again. They'll turn that to is, him. It's, it's crazy because, of course, that, that should be so far down the pecking order and reasons that you do or don't do things at a football club. And yet there you've got some old personalities driving it like that. Because what's weird about that is the fact that if Sir Bobby Charlton sees that in Mourinho then... Yeah. He's even more Mourinho oh, now than he yeah. was then, Absolutely, isn't he? So yeah. he's even oh, less yeah. like, yeah. isn't oh, yeah. he? Yeah, but I, mean, I, don't, I don't blame him. You know, I think, I think you know, what, what, they're, what, what they're saying is, and it's interesting that Ferguson, because there was a story, when there was, a, was it two weeks ago, all the back pages were saying it's a, it's a done deal, when yeah. you were still, mm, when, yeah. And then, so, then there was the stories clearly being leaked saying, oh no, Fergie doesn't want him. Mm. And, and that's interesting because they were great mates, weren't they? Like, I remember, you know, when they were, they were the ones, rivals, they were all like, having of, their wine together yeah, and this, that and the other. Yeah, of a show, right, I think okay. that was a bit of a show. I mean, I mean, I think, I think he, he Ferguson was very smart, obviously, and I think you know he went head to head with Wenger, and then they became friends. Benitez, he hated, yeah. but Mourinho, he realised there was talent there. Yeah. There was a real rival, yeah. and he couldn't go if they went nasty, couldn't do that. So I think that was the okay. old power. Nice. That was smart, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, but I, you know, yeah. I, I'll still be the same. You know, if, if I mean, it's a inconceivable they're never ever going to sack Wenger. He'll, he'll go at some point, but it's conceivable that we think about Mourinho and I think even though you know because you know he'll give you uh, trophies immediately yeah. but you know equally a year or two later it's going to collapse until he there, there is, because he's and I think, yeah, and I think everything yeah. that's happened this year the Chelsea story his story with Chelsea is, is the most fascinating example of you know of one man's 
overweening arrogance and obnoxiousness yeah. Yeah. having that effect. And I've, and I've got to say, now you said that out loud, it does occur to me that, of course, you, we talk about two clubs there that could really do with having a fella in charge for 10 years rather than a right. sort of like, you know, sort of like, you know, in out, yeah. in out, you know, sort of like the, the okie cokey <laughs> version of, of management that, you're, that yeah. United have sort of had at the moment and, and that Arsenal would want to avoid. Um, on a kind of broader stroke, with, with Spurs losing at West Ham, how did that happen? That's a shame. Um, <laughs> They're going to be playing Arsenal. That'll be the fourth game in ten days, I think. But over the last couple for of weeks, Spurs? Uh, yeah, for Tottenham, right, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Um, we've had like virtually a full fixture program. I think in midweek, mm. in, 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 like twice now within that last six weeks. It's quite exciting, but is it also, as many managers are pointing out, and, and, and obviously this, you know, uh, uh, it's being said at Spurs a lot because of the Europa League, mm. is it horribly unreasonable that, it's, that, it's being, that we're playing out the season this way? No, I don't think so. No, I mean, everyone's got, you know, they're playing, I, don't, I mean, I don't really, I try not to look at their teams they select, but they're, you know, they're, they're rotating, aren't they? They rotate the full-backs all the time. On and, a broader side, oh, okay. the fact that we're, you know, that we're, we're kind of having, you know when you fill your diary out or you, you got yeah. your, little, you, you your fixture list and you're trying to work out what you do, I, I don't think I've had quite so many midweeks and it's a full fixture yeah. list that I've got to try and account for for going to West Ham, for example. I love it. Though. I think, you know, you I think, do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, last night I would have loved, hugely if I have been absolutely incredibly ludicrously terrible but no I, yeah, I think I, the whole I, I'm an old school I'm one of those embarrassing old school idiots who remembers you know watching us uh, watching Arsenal in the 80s when we played he seemingly played more games I don't know I may be wrong yeah. but I, I the whole playing too many games thing even the winter break thing I don't like and I know Wenger wants a winter break and you know apparently technically it means you definitely everything's better with the winter break you'll win the league then four boys. games in a week no, of Christmas so four games in a week of Christmas that's what English football's all about but here's and I think it's a good point because I've loved these they've had these two batches of as I say virtual full fixture lists and I'll tell you what, and I'll spur you, and I'll punch the old week on quite nicely, yeah, isn't it? It's, 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 exactly. It's, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, do you like it? Yeah, no, absolutely. When you know there's a full programme, uh, Premier League. Match but the day's going to be like half ten on a Wednesday. I know. Not absolutely. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, though, in terms of the tiredness, you know, you look at the Liverpool sides of the 80s who were getting, I, mean, I think one season they played 70 games. Right, right. Lots smaller squads. I, I, it's just something to more yeah. to moan about. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's any validity in it. So we like it. That's good. Right. And you get to see a Sky Soccer special on a Tuesday and Wednesday oh, night. I watch Tuesday night and then they get even more demented yeah. than they do on Saturday. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, and of course, it's, I don't miss it. It's like mid, no, no, mid-sales murder. You know, boy. I tell you, I mean, is there any, is there any exciting new no. television conflict? Not on, a, not on a... Uh, Tuesday, there's Happy Valley. With, I, see, I, get, oh, I get to see yeah. in advance, so I'm fine. But, you know, to record it. This day oh, and age, you can record it. Watch I tell you what, boy. Don't you worry about the rest of the nation, no. my son. You Sorry. look after yourself, yeah, I will. don't you? I will. Just on an upbeat note, and I think it probably is, because we mentioned them at the start there, is uh, Leicester managed to announce today that there was a pre-tax annual profit of £26.4 million. They went up £6 million quid. But I suppose here's the thing that I, th- I think is just so basically great in football. Is there a tendency to come from 25000 to nearly 32000 mm. So basically... 
if you give people something worth watching, a few yeah. more will come. It's a miracle. Yeah, and there were big gaps at Arsenal last night because we're really? not playing very well. You know, apart from the results, the football isn't that attractive. Well, yeah, I mean, John Motson, was it Motson or whoever did the highlights was yeah. saying um, there must be traffic problems. There's a lot of empty <laughs> seats. <laughs> well, why, why, why were because, there then? Because there's a general sense of malaise among yeah. the fans, and, and a midweek, you know, it's hard to get you know, all the you know our middle class. Frankly, you know, let's not pretend our middle class spoil you know season ticket holders basically because the vast majority probably 44,000 season ticket holders on a wet cold night on Wednesday they're watching Midsummer's Murders that's all today but it all comes down to your point about Leicester if we were playing great exciting thrilling football but not only are we not winning and we're losing terrible games we're actually playing really mediocre infuriating football and that's why there are huge gaps and that's why Leicester because they're playing their brand of football is actually and I'm not not actually as kind of wholly romanticised by the Leicester story as some others because I watch them against us and they're can be pretty dirty and you know all that well, and, and Vardy's the, the, the semi-objectionable character I think anyway <laughs> I don't know him but from what I've read anyway but I still think they're playing very exciting football at their best yeah. aren't they I mean and that attracts the crowds as but, well as but it gets, there is there's an, a fundamental here I'm, I'm thinking there is Sam anyways if, if we can use this I mean, it's one example I know I realise but you pluck it out there the team the surprising team at the top of the table that could easily run away with this here stick on I, I, I was about to try and do the maths there but simply going to settle for the fact it's about 7,000 more people on their home gate doesn't that just basically say oh you know the, the, <coughs> you, you, if you build it they will come well, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It is aren't they talking about a Jamie is that nonsense or you might know better a Jamie Vardy uh, treatment for a Hollywood movie well, at first I thought it was because a joke, and then someone told me it wasn't a joke. Yeah, no, I don't think it is a no, joke. No, I don't yeah. think it is either, yeah. yeah. Well, of course it's I'm a great I'm trying story. to cast him in my head yeah. as we speak. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, if I've just done The Revenant, and I've taken yeah. on a bear, yeah. I think I'm ready Jamie to be Vard, yeah. Jamie Vardy, well, look, yeah. if I'm Leo. Again, yeah. I, I, when I heard that, that there was talk of an Eddie the Eagle movie, I thought, really? That has actually yeah. happened. That is yeah. happening. Yeah. That is yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a very I've seen it. It's definitely really happened. Any good? It's fine, yeah, it's yeah. good, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh God, he could play Jamie Vardy as well. Jamie Taron Egerton, or whatever his name was. Yeah, he could yeah. indeed be very good. But young, but too boy. young. How old is Vardy now? Is he like 29. 29. 29. Okay. So, so looks yeah. older than he Bradley is. Cooper, everybody. <laughs> Bradley <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Surely. No? Yeah. Casting, go on. I can't think. I can't think. Well, you brought Sam. I, I brought it up, I know. Bradley ha- Cooper, no. No, Bradley but, Cooper's too. But while we all think about that, I'll make yeah. you talk. Um, on that point, but, but the Leicester thing, is it a good thing, as I say, does, seventh, does this stand for something? Is it significant that, that we're looking at a team that... It's amazing. It's brilliant. That's why I talked about the Hollywood movie, because you, you couldn't yeah. believe a script. I mean, this time last year, Leicester were relegated. I mean, you know, all, yeah. all but relegated. And they had this incre- incredible escape. And then they imported Ranieri and everyone got a bit sniffy. Oh, well, he, you know, he'll be, he'll be sacked after six weeks. Sort of ignoring that it, it always got teams into the top four. And it looks like he's going to do it with Leicester. I mean, we've, it'll almost be a disappointment if Leicester don't win the title. But we've forgotten Leicester are going to be in the Champions League. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is an incredible <laughs> and, and story. It's, and it's going to happen. Yeah. I think we've accepted this. That's the sequel in the film, though. I mean, sure, they'll just get them winning the title. And then, and then they'll hang on there for the European version of it, yeah, won't they? Yeah, but, you know. Oh, it's, oh, by the way, uh, it's, uh, uh, we don't, the gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. That was the whistleblowers. And uh, just to make sure, out there in cinema near you uh, very soon, the lesser story starring Johnny Depp. <laughs> Danny Dyer, I think. Danny Dyer? Yeah. I'm sticking with Johnny Depp. <laughs> 
This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.